Welcome to The Table. You are listening to the Kingstown Communion podcast with lead pastor Michelle Matthews. The Kingstown Communion is a new United Methodist Church existing to gather people into communion with Jesus Christ through courageous conversation, creative community, and collaborating for the common good. For more information about upcoming events and opportunities to serve, visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Kingstown Communion. We're glad that you're listening along with us. If you live close by, we hope you'll join us for worship in person. And if you ever feel so inclined to help us by giving financially, you can do so on our website, kingstowncommunion.net. Hi, my name is Britt Egan, and I want to welcome you to Kingstown's Daily Lead Devotional. I will be leading us through day 12. So before we get started, let's all take a deep breath together. In the busyness of our lives and often the heaviness of our world, I know it can be hard and difficult to be present with God and with each other. And so I find that breath can be a really helpful tool to center us in the present moment. So let's inhale for three and exhale for three. Okay. Inhale, one, two, three, and exhale, three, two, one. So now that we're here both physically and mentally, let's get started. So today's scripture comes from Psalm 61, and the verses we're going to be reading are 1 through 4. The scripture says, Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the end of the earth I call to you when my heart is faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you are my refuge. A strong tower against the enemy. Let me abide in your tent forever. Find refuge under the shelter of your wing. When I read this scripture, I was reminded of of the great suffering that often accompanies the human experience. I imagine you all can relate to that moment. The moment where everything's gone wrong and things feel, they feel too heavy. They feel confusing. They feel too big. And I think that this scripture is inviting us to let God be our resting place in those moments. Uh, to ask God to hold us, to hold us in our pain, to hold us in that too heaviness, that confusion, that too big, too hard moment. Alongside the scripture, you may have also read the chapter entitled, Right After It's Over, in the book Good Enough. The pages are 68 through 73. So as I was reading this chapter, Kate's words... Um, provided a lot of comfort and a lot of clarity and some good reminders. Uh, the, the first piece that stood out to me was when Kate talked about 
toxic positivity culture. Um, that often instead of resting in God being our refuge, we jump to the, the overcoming before we're actually feeling the, the suffering, right? So what I mean by that is we, we throw around like cliche sayings um, that often are pretty dismissive, but, you know, in the moment we think they're going to be helpful. Um, and so we'll say things like, there are no setbacks, only setups, or, you know, fall down seven times, get up eight, right? Um, and so we try to silver lining everything before we've even begun to experience the hard and the, the suffering that we're, we're enduring. We deserve care, not only after we've overcome the hard thing, but in the midst of it, in the middle of the hard thing. I call this, this experience when we allow ourselves to be in the suffering, to sit in the suffering. I call it sitting in the suck. Um, and I think it can be really hard to sit in the suck. But I also think if we don't, we might miss something important. I think that when we're feeling pain or we're we're enduring a hard moment, there is there is some wisdom, there is some um, information that that pain has to offer us. Pain tells us what matters to us, tells us what we care about, it tells us our needs, it tells us what's missing. And if I I think if we jump too quickly to the the silver lining. We might miss that. We might miss that. The other piece that really stood out to me from this chapter is Kate's depiction of the tree. So she talks about this tree that bends and adapts and grows in the exact way that it needs to bend and adapt and grow. You know, us humans are resilient. We're resilient just like those trees. Um, and we bend and we shift and we shape and we, we grow in the exact way we need to grow too. Um, if we're able to turn toward God uh, and turn inward toward ourselves, we will know what that, that shift and move and turn and bend looks like just like the tree did, right? The tree knew, oh, I need some more sun. Let me grow this way. Or, oh, I'm, I'm you know, impacting gravity different because of this cliff. Let me, let me grow a little bit more this way. Um, and we have that same inner wisdom. And we also have a God with all of that wisdom that we can turn toward. And so reflecting on today's devotional, I really took away the importance of sitting in the hard Allowing God to be our resting place in that hard and clinging to the hope that just like the tree, we will bend and we will shift and we will grow in the exact way we need to. So after reading the scripture and reading the, the chapter, there were a few questions we were invited to reflect on. You know, the first question talked about where have we felt God's presence and God's love in the midst of great suffering. You know, Kate describes it as God's great magic act. And so perhaps today you want to take a moment to reflect on a time 
when you were able to feel God's presence and experience God's love in that suffering. The next suggestion is we think of somebody we care about, somebody who might be going through a hard time themselves, somebody who might be really in that mist. If you're not there yourself today, I am sure somebody you care about is because life's hard and being a human is hard. And so perhaps today you reach out and you let them know that you're thinking of them and that that love surrounds them. Uh, she offers words like sending a text then you know, the text could read, no need to reply, but you're on my mind. I wish I could take the pain away. You are so, so loved and you are not alone. The next question um, goes on to... Ask us, what are our practices that, that help us navigate through the deep grief and the hard suffering? Uh, you know, she, she, she goes on to make sure she mentions there's not like a perfect formula. It's not like do this and it will go away. Um, that's, I think that's missing the, the piece of the sitting in the heart and allowing God to hold us in the heart. But there are these um, practices that can allow us to care for ourselves in that experience. You know, I will share for me, one of the most important things when I'm in that experience is just naming it. Like, I, I don't know why, but I think we skip this step, right? Like we're just going through a day, like everything's fine, but we know we're not fine. Um, and we have this sensation in our body. Maybe there's like this constricting in your chest or like, you know, you feel like your stomach sort of feels like it's dropped and you know the feeling. So it's unpleasant um, to say the least. And so I think when I, one of the practices most helpful for me is to just name it, to say, oh, this is what suffering feels like. Oh, oh, that's grief. This is what grief feels like in my body. Oh, okay. This is, this is, you know, insert the hard feeling you're experiencing. Another practice I like to lean into is self-compassion. Um, I, I try to be gentle with my words. I often, and I, and I have to do it every time because I think we have like pain amnesia because I, almost like every single time I forget, um, I forget to be kind. I forget to be gentle. I forget to be compassionate. And so, um, I try to bring up an image of a friend I care about. I imagine they're enduring the same thing I'm enduring. What might I say to them? I probably would provide some validation. I'd say, Hey, this is hard. Um, I would, you know, offer some suggestions of support and care well, it's important that I do that same thing toward myself. And so self-compassion is my, my next go-to. Um, another piece and another element of self-compassion is common humanity. It can be really helpful to remember that suffering is part of the human experience. And so this is what it feels like, but you're not alone in that feeling. Other people feel that feeling other people have experienced that pain. Like there's something about pain that's like, it's so isolating. Like it feels like it's only you and it can, and like nobody else has ever felt that bad or nobody else has ever messed up so poorly or nobody else has ever like experienced a loss like that. 
And so it can feel really isolating. And so I think the, the piece about why common humanity is so important is because it, it helps us not isolate. It helps us remember that like, this is a human emotion and other humans feel it too. And then I think the last part, when I think about practices um, that I can try and I can go to is how do I reach out and how do I care for that experience, right? So the the idea of using a friend, that, that can often bring up some suggestions of what you might offer a friend, offering that to yourself. But I tend to find going back to the basics is really useful. Like I, I think when we're in that, that hard moment, that hard feeling, like our mind is, it kind of goes to this place where only if the situation is solved, only if the conflict didn't happen, only if, you know, insert X, Y, Z, it like miraculously is different. Like that's when I'll feel better. And, and those are our big pieces and important to name. But, but I think the way we best care for ourselves in those moments of hard suffering or to get back to the basics. You drink the glass of water. You go for a walk. You take a deep breath. You turn on a funny show. You allow yourself to rest. Right? Allowing yourself to um, move through the, the, the care, the caregiving things, um, like taking a shower, uh, helps you reconnect back to yourself, to your body. And it is such a, a thoughtful way to show up for yourself and care for yourself in the heart. So that that's what works for me. Um, again, when I remember, because human, hard. Um, but those practices can be super useful to, to give a try. Um, and maybe you take a moment and think about what works for you. What are your go-tos? Uh, perhaps, you know, yours is different than mine and it can be helpful to create a list so that when you're back in that, that experience, you know exactly what to do to just bring yourself a little bit of comfort, a little bit of care, a little bit of tending to. So today's prayer is actually a wordless prayer. So just after we close out, Take a few moments and center yourself on the awareness that God is God and you can rest in that. So I will leave you with these words. Transformation is the space between what was and what comes next. Blessed are you right here in the in-between. Tap the table.